Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. This is your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie, with the Master Key. Today is the day of prayer intercession warfare. This is the day of the prophetic prophetic prayer, prophetic intercession, prophetic warfare. This is the day that the Lord God is going to break through on your behalf as we battle war and intercede for you. I don't think it's a coincidence today that um, I'm sitting at my desk here in my house, and I just happen to look over to my right, preparing uh, my spirit uh, to be online with you. And I looked at um, a confession that we put together at the beginning of this year. It is a 2012 leap year confession. This is a leap year. Ladies and gentlemen, it's nothing is by coincidence. Nothing's by surprise. As I was kind of going over some of these, we have 43 of them. But I really want to focus on 40. 40 is uh, completion uh, from a grace perspective. So I believe all of those that joined today on this broadcast is in stored for a move of God, a prophetic release in your spirit before this year is over with, based on um, these confessions. I'm going to share some of these with you. And so I was just uh, reading a couple of them. I uh, was amazed at one of them I read. And so I was on the phone with a pastor this morning and sharing with him ever since we had Bishop Hammond uh, with us on the 7th of October from that day to now. Uh, we was reinstated. I was reinstated supernaturally. Um, we had a prophetic encounter. Well, prophetic encounter was a supernatural encounter. And uh, I was listening to the word of the Lord, the message rather, on this week. And coming to the end of the message, uh, Bishop Senegal uh, began to speak prophetically to me just as he was ministering the word of God. And he began to speak, uh, Apostle, that the Lord said that uh, he's restoring your honor. That's a part of a prophetic word that was given to us in 2009. The prophetic is so fascinating. It is uh, so unique. But when we get in trouble with the prophetic, we will hear it today and we want it to manifest today. We hear it today, but not realizing and understanding that word is designed to prepare you for a year from now, two years from now, three years from now. And basically everything in that prophetic word we received in 2009 by Apostle Jan Pena, a dynamite woman of God, uh, Majority of everything that was prophesied over us, we we use what we do. This may be a good idea for you to do this. When you get a prophetic word, 
transcribe it and turn it into a prayer. Turn it into not so much just a prayer, a petition, but a prayer of warfare, a prayer of intercession. Birth that word, speak that word. We've been in ministry a long time. We first started this church over 20 years ago, or 20, about 20 years, probably about 20 years. I forgot how long it is. My first message, the very first message for this church was birthing in the spirit. You gotta birth it. Now you may be impregnated with a thing, but you gotta birth it. It's your responsibility to birth it. And and to me the perfect example of birthing something in this realm that you're impregnated with, impregnated with from the realm of God, is when God spoke to Elijah and told him to go into Mount Carmel and command it to reign. He postured himself. And he prayed seven times. You know the story, those of you that know the story. He postured himself, and he prayed. And he uh, uh, asked his servant to go back and forth at the seven times. So do you see, he says, um, the clouds, the size of a man's fist. He got up because what the man, his servant saw externally is what he was seeing internally. So there was a divine alignment, a divine agreement with what was in him and what he saw, his service saw externally. So he was birthing it. What was in him, he was birthing it. And so we was doing that and doing that for years, from 2009. And uh, in October the 7th, uh, that word was fulfilled. And then when we had this supernatural encounter, that was the manifestation of the release into the supernatural. And the reason I'm sharing all this is because this year is not over with. Now, God just did some things uh, reinstated in October through the man of God, spoke some things over our life, laid some hands on us. And we was when hands was laid on us, we was propelled uh, into the place that God has ordained, appointed, and anointed us from 2009. So, reason don't quit on your word. This year is not over, and and <laughs> more has happened to me since October. From October the seventh to now, more has happened to me. More alignments, more relationships, more economic things that's coming to my life just blowing me away. Uh, just if I'm October to now, than the last three years. But it didn't seem like nothing was going to happen. From January, February, March, April, May, wasn't moved by it. Wasn't shaken by it. And this is how you have to see this thing, ladies and gentlemen, December the 31st is not here. Don't you quit on your word. Don't you give up on what the Lord has spoken to you. Don't you give up on what the Lord has spoken over your life. It is not over. I just come back from a meeting. I just got got here this morning. I drove to Orlando for a meeting on yesterday. And I got up early this morning and came back. It was a business meeting, and a uh, uh, um, uh, young man uh, was sitting down talking last night, and he was showing me some things. He said, 
Uh, Pastor, I don't. I, I, I'm not a talker. Uh, I, I like to. I'm a doer. And he showed me some things that blew me away. And we got rid of Lena. He said, I didn't mean to blow you away. I said, yeah, you blew me out of the doors. Things in the areas of uh, uh, business that I never, and I'm a businessman. Uh, and um, I've been around not a whole lot, but been around seeing some things. Uh, never knew some of this stuff even existed. But I saw it in my own physical eyes. And uh, going back to relationships. Uh, prophetic words, God's God's reconnecting. Uh, I, I can tell you, prophetic word after prophetic word, I'm seeing it unfold, just unfold, just unfold. And I'm not seeking nothing. I'm not trying to make anything happen. I'm not running nobody down. It's coming to me. Your word is coming to you. And we're in a leap year. This leap year is not over with. So therefore, you're going to leap into before you 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 say this out of your mouth before the thirty first. Of December, I will leap into my word. I will leap into my destiny. I will leap into my purpose. It's not over with, baby. So don't you allow yourself to get frustrated and aggravated uh, because you have not seen the full manifestation. You got to understand the greatest level of faith is praise. The greatest sign of faith is praise. The greatest manifestation of faith is praise. And when you praise, God will raise. And you got to understand, do not let the enemy put oppression, depression upon you. Don't let the enemy bombard your mind. Well, that's his job. But you have a responsibility to pull down strongholds and cast down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I'm going to go through uh, this leap year confession. And the one that's the Spirit of God ministered to you, you you confess that. You said, that's the one for me. And you hold on to that. And you speak in the present. You don't speak in the future tense. Faith is always present. Faith is not future. God loves you, honors you, uh, have exalted you, delivered you from the powers of darkness, and has translated you into the kingdom of his dear son. Let's go through this, if you will, real quick, if we will. Uh, we will be praying for those that desire prayer uh, today. This is what it's for. And we believe God for breakthrough. We believe God for testimonies. And we say testimony, we believe that God is going to get glory. I am nothing but an instrument. I am nothing but the channel of the Lord. I am nothing but the agent of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the spirit of the living God is the one that's going to... Uh, propel you to bless you and manifest what Jesus Christ has accomplished. So we do kind of an honor and a privilege uh, to be on this broadcast, to be able to assist in the will of God being done and performing your life and assist in the manifestation of the victory that God has already prepared for you through Jesus' death, burial, resurrection, ascension, and enthronement. So therefore, I know uh, the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ is going to be magnified in, uh, um, uh, this morning on this broadcast. Uh, before we do that, uh, let me give you an announcement real quick here, if you will. Uh, those of you that do not have a church home and do not have um, 
watch night service, we'd like to invite you to our watch night service. And um, uh, we believe that, God, Lord, matter of fact, boy, I tell you, God gave me a revelation uh, on my way uh, to uh, my meeting in Orlando on yesterday. Uh, God gave me a revelation on 2013 uh, because the things that the Lord been speaking to us, it did not line up with 13. Uh, 13 is the number of uh, apostasy. <laughs> I did a message, and I didn't realize that, and I did a message on apostasy, but he gave me a revelation on it. Because I said, well, how in the world are you going to be doing, going to do all of this right here, Lord God? And you said this, blah, blah, blah. And 13 is a number of apostasy. Uh, 13 is a number of rebellion. Uh, how can, uh, 13 is a number of revoke. How could this be? But, it's, but it is dynamite. It is dynamite what God showed me. <laughs> Glory to God. You need to get this message that we're going to be ministering on watch night service because he just gave it to me yesterday. And because I was looking at 13, said, man, this don't make any sense, God. It's, it's, it's contrary to what you've been speaking and what's going to happen as we enter into 2013. And 13 is a number of apostasy. 13 is a number of rebellion. 13 is a number of revolt. How could this be? Oh, you need to hear this word. You're going to rejoice, 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 rejoice. It's going to build faith in you like never before. It's going to build trust in you. I've never seen it this way. I never saw it this way, never heard it before. But the Spirit of God downloaded in me. And 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 have everything to do, ladies and gentlemen, not everything, but don't count those people out that you've been praying for for years. Don't count them out. Don't count them out. Uh, you're getting ready to see some miracles that's going to just blow you away <laughs> because of the number 13 that appear to be evil that appear to be negative. But there is a ne negative connotation because what it, that's what it means, apostasy, rebellion. Uh, but the revelation of it, you're going to be excited about what God is getting ready to reveal about the number 13. Uh, I'm excited about it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm excited. I can't, can't wait. Can't wait. But we're having our watch next server. That's on the, the uh, 31st of December, which is going to be uh, Monday and uh, at 10 p.m. Embassy Suites Hotel, uh, 3974 South River Drive. That's the Miami Airport uh, Hotel. So uh, we're looking forward to that. And the uh, access is granted. That is the uh, uh, the subject or the title that we uh, laboring this watch night service. Access granted. What is the thing that uh, you've been believing God for for these last three years? Access granted. What is the thing that you've been praying about for all this time you have not seen a manifestation? Access granted. What is the thing that you've been struggling with in your faith time but you've been holding on, holding on? Access granted. So I'm excited about that. So uh, come join us. That's it. 
10 p.m. We believe in God, but we're not believing. We believe God for an explosive move of the Spirit of God. Oh, Holy Spirit, how I'm looking forward to, to see what you're going to say to us and do to us. I am looking forward to the Spirit of the living God. Those of you that joins us on the last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday prayer line, of course, uh, those who may be joining us that do not know, but we do ha uh, have a prayer line that we prayed the last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. This is for everyone all over the nation uh, can join us at 5 a.m. Uh, we had an explosive time uh, this past Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Uh, we said we did it this Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday because of the holiday season. Uh, and everything is kind of crammed with watch night service and preparing for that. So uh, we did it um, this Monday and this Tuesday, this Wednesday just passed. Uh, those who like to go back on and pray with us, not listen to the prayer, but pray along. The Bible says uh, what sort of a thing you desire when you pray, not when the preacher pray. So pray along with us. Release it out of your mouth. Pray along with me. I am leading the prayer this time. Pray along with me. Bind with me. Rebuke with me. Cast down with me. Cut off with me. Cast forth with me. You just repeat what, I, uh, what I'm saying. Pray along with me. Let it come out of your mouth. And the angels is going to, your angels, all of us have a personal angel, and your angels and the angels of living God is going to take your words that come out of your mouth, and they're going to excel in great strength, hearken to the voice of your word, to accomplish what's coming out of your mouth, that the kingdom of God may be advanced, and Jesus will be glorified in your life, in your spouse life, in your children, in your health, in your wealth, in your relationships, in your church. So don't go just listen to the prayer. Join with us in battle. Join with us in warfare. Let's advance the kingdom of God together. We are the army of the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. I am not the army of the Lord. We are the army of the Lord. So we, we joined together the last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So that will be the last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday in January. Next time we will be back online. And our new number is uh, area code 712-432-3900. Area code 712-432-3900, and our code is 287381-POUND. Once again, the code is 287381-POUND. Uh, we do have reference numbers that those that need to desire to go back and pray along with us. The Monday reference number is, is 2014 2014 The Tuesday reference number is 20. 15575. Once again, 215575. Uh, now, the Tuesday did not, rec well, we had some challenges with the phone, so we have it on our website. All of these, you can go to the website anyway. You can get all these reference numbers. I don't have the one for Wednesday. I uh, believe it is posted on our website. So just go to the website, ejmpcc.com, and go to the, uh, the link concerning prayer. And these references, and you can uh, call, uh, get these reference numbers, call in. And what I love about it, you don't have to wait till the last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You can go on periodically. And there's going to be some things that God's going to speak out of my spirit as I'm praying that may befit your situation. So you take that prayer and you go with it every day. And when I said go over it, not listening to it, but you're praying and war. And the beauty and the wisdom of God, all the people that was online, we have 100 and some people online. Uh, um, this um, last Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, all those people online 
is joining forces with you. That's the power of agreement. Every person online, their faith, their their confidence, everything. When you go back and listen, and not listen, go back and pray with us. That's all of us joining with you. All of us banking you when you pray it. And can you see the wisdom of God? So you may pray it one day. Another person may pray another day. Another person may pray another time of the same day. But but God is moving. The Spirit of God is being released. The angels of God is being dispersed. The more people go back and pray the prayers that was prayed concerning their spouses, their children, their health, their wealth, their jobs, uh, what are the situation, their family, their churches, their congregation, uh, the forces of darkness that God began to talk about, dismantling the spirit of uh, Baal, dismantling Baal, dismantling the spirit of Jezebel. Baal is the ruling spirit up under the authority of Satan. Every work of evil, every evil spirit is upon his commands. He's next to Satan. He's a ruling spirit, the spirit of Baal. And so, therefore, we, we let people into a confession of divorcing Baal and, and recovenant or reconfessing our covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ. And things is breaking, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you. It is breaking. Uh, Satan is a master manipulator, a master deceiver. So go back and make that confession. Those that wasn't on the line, go back and make that confession along with us and uh, divorce bail. See, sometimes you can operate in a thing, have no clue. Uh, my One of my experiences in the areas of prayer, intercession, warfare, so God has graced me to understand the workings of darkness. And most likely because of all the hell I've gone through, he's educated me and trained me in it and allowed me to see the plots and the plans and the strategies of the wicked one. And so... Uh, uh, um, when you begin to understand spiritual warfare, Satan understands and knows without a shadow of a doubt that he has no authority. He's operating illegally unless he can find someone to give him legal authority. Everything works that way in this realm. And so um, uh, we want to help you dismantle uh, the workings of darkness that's been assigned to your life. There's something that you would call uh, direct and indirect witchcraft. People that is not familiar with witchcraft. Uh, there's what you, there's a direct witchcraft. There's indirect witchcraft. I wouldn't plan on going over there. Want to do this leap year thing, uh, but I know evident there's some people on here that need to hear this. this. Is why God, the Spirit of God, is leading me to do this. There's a thing which is called direct and indirect witchcraft. Direct witchcraft is there may be a person that's in your community. There may be a person on your job uh, don't like you. And so they, you don't know that because how witches operate, they smile in your face. They, they, they want to be your best friend because they want to come over to your house and not realizing that they're releasing demonic forces there. And what they would do is they would begin to, if they don't like you and you got a position on the job that they believe that they should have, then what they begin to do, they begin to release curses against you. And they begin to uh, uh, summons the demonic forces through incantations. Uh, uh, that's their prayers, uh, incantations or uh, uh, mantras, rather, and or they may give you a gift, uh, and the gift may be a charm, but there's a curse on the charm. That is why it's very important when you receive gifts from him, and this is a, a time of gift giving. Every gift that you get. Do what Jesus did with the bread and the fish. Take it, 
bless it, sanctify it. You don't have to give it back, but once you take that gift and bless that gift, if there's a curse on that gift, that curse now has been broken, but now that gift is under the blessing of heaven. I know you've probably never even heard anything like this before, but I'm, I'm giving you words of wisdom. Because sometimes the people that you think is for you, many times it's not for you. And so don't be afraid to receive gifts. You take it and bless it. Once that thing is blessed, it has left the dominion of Satan. It is now is under the dominion of the kingdom of God. Now, sometimes we get so casual. That's why the Bible lets us know we even eat our food with thanksgiving. Prayers and thanksgiving is sanctified with prayer and thanksgiving. Uh, whatever food you eat, the scripture says in Timothy. So don't take your food lightly. What people don't even realize and understand, one of the greatest manipulations with witchcraft is food. <laughs> they don't know that. You know why we don't know things like this? Because we're so ignorant and we're so blind and we're so gullible. That's the word I was looking for more than gullible. We don't study our enemy. Our enemy study us. Our enemy knows us in and out. In and out. If I ask the average person something about witchcraft or something about the workings of God, I don't know. You ask, I'm talking about the average man of God or woman of God. I'm talking about preacher. I don't know. And maybe even afraid to even talk about demons. And demons is <laughs> it's the one that's calling all, causing all of the hell in the earth. All the destruction that is going on is being manipulated by demonic forces. And we don't like to talk about them. We don't like to say anything. We're scared to talk about them. God help us. But they're not, they're not afraid of us. And something is wrong with that. They should be shaking in their boots when a man and a woman of God walk by them. Because we're walking with such authority and power. Uh, those witches and warlocks begin to shake and tremble. Uh, like in the book of Acts, uh, Simon the sorcerer. He bewitched everybody until the real men of God came on the scene. When the real men of God came on the scene and the Spirit of God was demonstrating the power of the kingdom, then he wanted to buy the Holy Ghost. Blindness fell on him. Can't purchase the Spirit of God. You wicked, vile man, you. But that's what should be happening, that the, the witches and the warlocks should be fearing us. And understand, witches and warlocks don't walk around. Those people that you see with all the black, black on, what the case may be, trust me, they are the lowest of the lowest level witches. The lowest of the lowest. A witch and a warlock look just like you, dress like you. They are the highest profession, will blow your mind. Some of them is politicians, some of them is doctors, some of them is lawyers, some of them is nurses, some of them is... Uh, uh, um, uh, school teachers, a lot of them is two school teachers, principals. It will shock you if you knew the identity of some of the witches and the warlocks. And you probably know a lot of them personally and have absolutely no clue that they're witches. But they're so nice. <laughs> That's what we say. But, but they're so nice because there's no discerning of spirits with us. We don't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit for us to be able to discern. This is vital, ladies and gentlemen. This is this is of the utmost importance that you understand what the Spirit of the Living God is articulating. So you got to understand these witches and warlocks 
they're not going to walk around like a witch. And what the Bible said that Satan can transform himself as an angel of light. You don't literally say it just like that, but that's what the scripture says, as an angel of light. So why would Satan come to you with a pitchfork and a horn? He's not going to come to you. He's going to come to you looking like somebody that you admire. Why? To get your confidence, to gain your confidence, to get close to you, to manipulate. And the manipulation takes place when you don't even know it because they are not, they are not doing it in the natural. They are doing it in the realm of the spirit. They're releasing demonic forces to manipulate in your home, in your car, if they ride in your car. But that's why you need to sanctify your car when you get it. You need to dedicate your car when you get it. You need to dedicate your home when you get it. So when your home is dedicated unto the Most High God, and 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 you don't allow a lot of food to go on in your house, them demons can't stay up in there. They can't stay up in there. Them witches may release some demons in there. Uh-uh, they come, uh, I can't go up in there. Because what they see with a, a man and a woman of God who have dedicated their home unto the Lord, dedicated family unto the Lord, don't allow a lot of uh, uh, foolishness that goes on in their home, don't allow, don't allow a lot of chaos and uh, division, strife goes on, all those kinds of things open up the door for the forces to come in. That's why you have to repent quickly. Forgive one another. Do keep a lot of prayer, and you know, it'll drive them forces out. It'll drive them out, ladies and gentlemen. Because what these demons does when they come to your home, been released to your home, and your home belongs to the Lord, they see angels. For those that has dedicated their home to the Lord, they see angels. Angels has been posted to guard and to protect your home. God knows this was not my intention today. This was not even in my mind getting on this line today, sharing this right here. But the spirit of the living God is speaking to you today. And he's helping somebody on this line, if not all of you on this line today. He's helping you. So this is how, how it works. And so uh, 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 God's job, not God's job, but God's desire is for you and I to be educated concerning our opponent. How you, our opponent know knew God very well. That's why his kingdom is a duplicate uh, uh, of the original kingdom of God, the original heaven. Satan's kingdom is in the second heavens, and it's not. Ladies and a lot of people say Satan is in hell. Satan is not in hell. And I hear people say, uh, pray some stupid prayers, and, and, and I want to say stupid, it's just ignorant prayers, because you hear everybody else pray it. You hear everybody say these things, and so you've been saying these things. And when you, when you, when you pray it and, and bind and say, and I, t- I send you back to the pit of hell, nowhere in the scripture, nowhere from Genesis to Revelation, you see Satan in the pit of hell. Nowhere. And nowhere in the scripture you ever saw Jesus cast out a spirit and told the spirit to go to the pit of hell. Nowhere in the scripture. And Satan be laughing at us because of our ignorance, because he knows you and I have no authority or power to t- send him somewhere that the Father have not assigned him to go at this present time. 
His last destiny is going to be the lake of fire. And nobody has the authority on earth to send him to the lake of fire because it's not his time to go to the lake of fire. Even the demons, when they was in the, the man, the legion of demons in the man, and, and the demons say, listen, no, listen, listen, no, don't, don't. Okay, we, I, we know we got to get out of our home, but don't send us out of the region. If you just let us go into those that herd of swine, pigs over there. Isn't that amazing that Jesus even had mercy on demons? He didn't even send them out of the region. He, Jesus granted the demons' requests and sent them in the swine. You know they ran off the hill, killed themselves, and they ran Jesus out of the country, out of the region, because uh, they lost their livelihood, their livestock, pigs, in which uh, Jews is not allowed to eat uh, pork. So uh, Jesus probably had no problem sending them over there to the pit pigs, but that was, that was somebody's livelihood, but couldn't have been a, uh, a Jew at all, because Jews don't have any dealings with pigs. But nevertheless, but Jesus even had pity on uh, the the demons. Demons, ladies and gentlemen, is a person. Uh, demons are, he said, demons are a person. Yeah, they're, they're persons. They uh, they are an embodied personality, an embodied personality. That's why when you see demons being cast out, they fight with everything in their power because they're powerless without a body. They are powerless without a body. I didn't say they was a human being, but they are a person. God is a person. God is not a human being, but God is a person. Satan is a person. Demons is a person. They just don't have a body. We have a body because we're we're a, a part of us comes from this earth. Our bodies. So we have a body because our body comes from the earth, and that's what gives you and I, human beings, legal right to the earth. Not Satan don't have legal right to the earth. Not even God have legal right to the earth. He, even though he created it, but he turned the legal right of the earth to his creation, humanity, Adam and Eve. Take dominion of the fish of the sea, the fowl of the air, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the face of the earth. So that's why Satan, he wanted legal entrance into the earth, and that's why he manipulated Eve and caused Adam to sin. So now he can have legal right in the earth. So he became the God of this world. So when Judas was sitting at the Last Supper with Jesus, the Bible says Satan entered into him. So you know that this has to be a master plan because Satan is not going to enter into a man. That's peanuts. I mean, that's, that's, that's like uh, uh, lowering his standards. Satan deal with the world itself. He don't deal with a man. So you know for Satan to enter into Judas that this was a major. He didn't. He didn't trust. He didn't trust the the the, the uh, uh, betrayal of Jesus into the hands of none of his lieutenants, his sergeants, his generals. He said, "Uh, this is me. I will take care of this one." That's the only time I, I can recollect in the Bible that Satan. Into into uh, a person personally, first time that I see this in the Word of the Lord. So always understand this right here: the higher you go in God, a lot of people want to go high. The higher you go in God, you become a greater threat to the realm of darkness. 
if you if you a man or woman of prayer, you 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 live in the realm of the prayer, you become a greater threat to the kingdom of darkness. And you got to understand spiritual warfare, ladies and gentlemen, how it works. Spiritual warfare operates this way. When a man of God, a woman of God, has been elevated in God, and they live in the realm of prayer, and they have a relationship with God, and they're executing the heart and the mind of God, and especially if they are called in prayer and in deliverance. If they're called in prayer and deliverance, uh, you got to understand this. And I said called in prayer, called by God uh, in prayer and deliverance. Uh, always understand this right here, that... The enemy will always use the closest people that is around you to try to block you and stop you because deliberately. What demon want to come out of a body because they're strength? They don't have no strength. They, they, they are powerless without a body. They need a body. And so uh, to live in, that's why you always see them. They don't want to come out. I ain't coming out. This is my home. This is my home. If anybody on this line, if they ever worked deliverance on anybody and seen deliverance work, they fight with tooth and nail speaking in a parable. They do not want to come want to come out of this body. They're not going to come out. They're going to fight, fight to the bitter end. They not they don't want to come out. So, but this is how it works. When they do come out, they're going to start working on people that is around you that is less spiritual, less spiritual. They're going to he going they, those spirits is going to cause them to get offended easily. It's going to cause them. Uh, once they get offended, that's it. You're no good to them because you just cut yourself off from the person that God's assigned to you. That's what offenses does. So now the enemy begin to uh, uh, allow gossip, uh, spreading rumors. You've got to understand spiritual warfare. Why is the enemy allowing that to happen, especially if you move in the areas uh, of the prophetic, the apostolic, signs, wonders, and miracles, casting out devils? Why you think, ladies and gentlemen, because once the enemy plants seeds of doubt in people's mind, you are no good to them. This is how God on some spiritual warfare, you are no good to them. You can't help them. Jesus could not do many mighty miracles because of the people unbelief. The devil was planting seeds in the minds of the people. So Jesus could not he the scripture he only can just heal a few people. But something great, he could not do it. Because this was a master plan by Satan. Let me cause doubt. Let me plant seeds of doubt in the hearts and the minds of the people. Let me plant seeds of doubt. Let me cause rumors. Let me spread lies. Because if there is a hesitation, if there is reservation, you cannot pull, you cannot receive the grace of God in the man or the woman that God has assigned to be a blessing to you. That's how it works. You gotta understand the manipulation. That's why families never uh, 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 go forth in great strength. The enemy plants seeds in the wife's mind concerning the husband. Plants seeds in the husband's mind concerning the wife. Plants seeds of, uh, in the children's mind concerning the parents. Plants seeds of the parents' mind concerning the children. And so we end up fighting one another. And the Bible said we rise not against flesh and blood. And so therefore we we start attacking one another. In the flesh. In the flesh. And now the spirit of God is paralyzed, and now the enemy begins to destroy. I always think, understand why. Because uh, you have become a threat. i got to stop you some kind of way. 
I got to stop your effectiveness. You've been casting out too many devils. Too many people have been getting healed. You've been blessing too many people. So I got to do something to cut your finances off. I got to do something to cause doubt in the minds of the people so, so you become ineffective. God could not work a miracle. What, what makes you think you can work a miracle when people is operating in doubt and unbelief? So the enemies of the goat is to contaminate people's mind concerning you so you cannot be effective in their lives. So you cannot be effective in their lives. And think about it. On, on what, what you, just stop and think. Look at the first time if you've been a part of a prophetic church or apostolic church or deliverance church. Think about the first time you came there. Oh, man, this is awesome. This is dynamite. Oh, this is great. This is wonderful. Oh, God, this is good. Oh, you got healed. Uh, somebody in your family got delivered. Oh, yo, that man or that woman was the best thing that ever happened in your life until you get corrected, until they bring correction to you, until they have to rebuke you about something. Then it's on. If you're immature, you're going to get offended. And the man that was the best thing to you and the woman that's the best thing to you now become the enemy to you. You're up under demonic forces. Don't even know it. You're up under demonic influences and don't even know you're under demonic influences. The devil don't want you to be connected to who can help you. I remember there was a young lady. Uh, that had joined our church. She had come out of the occult. And I used to ask her questions all the time about how they function, how they operate. That's how I learn, ladies and gentlemen. I like learning about my opponent. And uh, I remember one particular time uh, we was uh, in our, when we was in our building. We had a bookstore, and she would come back and go in there and replenish it. We had little, little items they would sell. Uh, the kind of candies and stuff she was going to replenish it during the daytime. And uh, older lady, she had to be about in her 60s, 70s. Uh, and uh, 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 so one day she mentioned to me, I was over there, went next door where she was at. And she said, Apostle, I want to ask you a question. I said, yeah, what, what, what's up? She said, I believe that uh, Prophet Kathy... Uh, have something against me. I said, really? I said, well, I'm not trying to protect my wife. That's kind of, that's really not her character. I mean, so I, I said, what do you think it is? She said, well, I believe she um, she have a uh, a problem with white people because she was, she was a Caucasian young lady. And I said, she said, I believe something happened to her when she was a child uh, with a white person, and, and I think that it has affected her to the day. And I said, I asked her, I said, but that just, you know, it just don't, it just don't sound uh, like her. Uh, like I said, once again, I'm not trying to protect her because uh, all of us can miss it. And um, I can be totally wrong. So I, I went to Kathy and I asked Kathy and Kathy just started laughing. And she said, I have absolutely no issue with uh, <laughs> no white person. And so right there showed me that that was the beginning. It could have been here already started. The enemy manipulating her to cause a wedge between her and the house of God that can help her. Help her. 
So in the process of time, to make a long story short, she started isolating herself and stopped coming to church. And somebody uh, uh, encouraged her to come make an appointment with me to uh, either dismiss herself or what is she going to do. And she did. And she was sitting there. She was very, very quiet. She was sitting there. I began to share some principles with her. I said, now you come out of the cult, right? She said, yes. Do Satan know that? Yes. I said, do Satan know me? Yes. Have God given me a grace to set people free? Yes. I said, understand this. I know what's happening. I know what's going on. Satan is trying to get you from under an authority that can protect you. She was quiet. I said, but I have never tried to stop anybody, never would try to stop anybody or hold anybody. And I took her hand, and I spoke blessings over She got up, thank you, Pastor, and uh, she, she left. About six months later, she died. See, ladies and gentlemen, you've got to understand the manipulation of the powers of darkness that's been arranged against you. The manipulation of the powers of darkness has been arranged against me. I asked uh, the people around me in relation with me from time to time, I ask them this, this question all the time. Are you able to discern the nature of the battle? And the majority of people have absolutely no clue what I mean by that. Are you able to discern the warfare that's waged against you? Can you, do you understand what is happening to you? Forget about everybody else. Forget about what you're discerning about everybody else. Can you discern the nature of the battle against you? Do you understand the plots, the plans, the strategies, the stratagems, that the enemy wages against you, the majority of people cannot, then how in the world you and I will ever be able to do successful warfare? Because you're trying to do warfare on the behalf of everybody else and not deal with them demons that's challenging you. You've got to understand what areas of your life that is vulnerable, most vulnerable to Satan. What areas of your life that you're constantly falling into? What area? Is it lying? Is it unforgiveness? You challenge with forgiving people? You've got to be able to discern that's not natural, ladies and gentlemen. It's not natural. You've got to discern the nature of the battle. You've got to discern the warfare that's been waged against you. Identify this thing. And then you need to go into warfare and say, I am not that person. I take authority over you. In the name of the Jesus, I command you to be rooted up and rooted out. Even do deliverance on yourself. I do deliverance on myself. At least once a year, sometimes twice a year. I used to take my family through deliverance uh, once a year. You said, you really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Come to keep myself free. Free. From any, any door that has opened up. Spirit of God, grace me to acknowledge it. Now, you don't have to do this. I'm saying this is what I do. I'm aware of 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 uh, what the enemy try to do to me from time to time. When I'm not aware, is when I'm caught up in the hustle and the bustle, and I don't spend the quality of the time that I need to be quiet before the Lord. But you got to understand the, the, the workings of dark. You got to be able to discern them. When you're able to do that, 
then you'll be promoted and graduated. You can be able to discern the powers of darkness that works between in the lives of those that surround you, your spouse, your children. You've got to be able to discern what is going on. Why is this happening? Why is she saying this? Why is he saying this? Now, you've you got to understand it's not him and her. I try to teach the people this here. You've got to understand these are forces that are trying to manipulate people. So the enemy is not going to attack you about somebody that is worthless to you. This is a principle. I just shared this principle in our uh, Bible study on Wednesday, Wednesday night. Uh, we're teaching a series uh, on the anatomy of man, the function of the spirit, soul, and body. We own the mind now. The soul comprises many uh, components on the mind, the battleground. And, 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 and that's where the enemy first attack comes in the mind. And I share to people from time to time, I said, think about this right here. If the devil is constantly bombarding your mind about a person, only reason the devil is constantly bombarding your mind about a person is because that person got to be valuable to you in some kind of way. You could take that to the bank. You could take that to the bank. That person got to be valuable to you, even though you might not see the value. You might not be able to recognize the value. You might not be able to perceive the value. But if the devil's bombarding your mind concerning somebody, you can take it to the bank. That person is valuable. That person most likely plays a significant role to your purpose, your destiny, your next level. Something, some kind of way, that person plays a major role in your life. And the enemy's ultimate goal is to plant seeds in your mind concerning that person for you to abort the relationship so you can never get what God has for you out of that relationship. And understand, relationship is the most important thing in the world. And everything that you and I get, is going to, we're going to get it through the instrumentality of relationships. That's promotion on a job. So God just blessed me with this job, but God used somebody to hire you. So you got to understand how it works. Before I go on, I see we have a question here. Yeah, you have like, do you see here? I'm like, oh, shh. Beg your pardon. This is Erico212. What is your question? Erico212, you have a question? Somebody said Okay, maybe they pressed the, uh, uh, made a mistake. Okay, and pressed the number one button. But nevertheless, as uh, we continue uh, on here. So the enemy is not going to bombard you concerning somebody that is valuable to you. Another statement I make, have you ever known any country to go into war over the nation Haiti? Haiti is considered the poorest nation in the world. Have you ever known any country go to war over Haiti? Do you see do you do you see Russia, China, anybody trying to uh uh beat uh somebody to Haiti to to protect her and to not so much to protect her, but to uh 
uh, take over, take over Haiti? No, why? Because nobody has really uh, discovered there's anything that's valuable. I just found out after the earthquake that they, some, I think I heard they found, uh, they think they found oil there. But anyway, we don't, we don't see that happening. But when you see war, major wars that's taking place in, 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 in countries from a, uh, one country to another country, it's something. They got something valuable there. There got to be some kind of religious value, which is rare, but it happens. Oil, diamonds, gold, uh, gas, natural gas, something, minerals, is something about that country that is of value, but they may masquerade that they're going to war over something else. But it's really the resources of that nation. So Jesus is God in the flesh. He have he's he is um, the resource of heaven itself, and the enemy began to bombard the people's mind, and he could not do many mighty miracles because of the people's unbelief. You first came to that your pastor's church. You first came to that ministry. You received deliverance. You received a miracle. That man or woman of God was a resource of heaven to you, and now all of a sudden you get offended. Because you got corrected. You got rebuked. Do you not understand that your leader has an obligation and responsibility to make sure that you stay in line with the, the, the realm of God, the kingdom of God, the purpose of God? That's their responsibility. If they don't do that, then they don't love you and they're compromisers. So for you to continue to uh, uh, tap into the resources that God has for you through your leader, it's up to you to have the right attitude, not your leader. It's up to you to have the right attitude. It's up to you to have the right mindset. It's up to you, not your leader. How in the world did we get to this and not the leap year? Well, we got one more Saturday. Maybe the Lord allow us to go there. But I know without a shadow of a doubt, this is the Holy Ghost speaking today. Because God is helping somebody today. Because somebody is about to abort their, the purposes of God. Somebody is about to abort the will of God. All authority to be has been ordained by God. So I want to open up the door, uh, the, the channel right now, for any of you by chat, quite a few people on chat today. Uh, you desire prayer. Uh, since you're on chat, uh, you will have to uh, put your name out there and tell me what you need prayer for. And uh, if this is one of the areas that you've been manipulated and deceived by the enemy, it's not too late before 2013 come in. It's not too late. You can get things right. I, the Spirit of God can break fear off of you. The Spirit of God can break fear because uh, when, when the enemy wants, uh, the Lord wants you to get it right with somebody, fear uh, comes over you. Fear comes over you. What, 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 what did they reject me? What, what are they going? What are they going to think if, if I come back and apologize? But uh, stop that foolishness, rebuke that devil, and just go, walk out and obey what God tells you to do. That devil don't want you to receive the full manifestation of your blessing. Have nothing to do with that person that you're going to. 
He don't want you to receive your blessing. He don't want you to receive your healing. He don't want you to receive uh, uh, the manifestation of your unity with someone. He don't want you to receive. So we have about, for the first hour to be over, we've got about a little more than three minutes before our first hour. We don't have any prayer requests. We will close at the first hour. <clears throat> but I know this has been the Spirit of God. Uh, anyone have any questions concerning it? I want any prayer concerning anything that the Lord has articulated concerning the workings of darkness, how they come to manipulate us, how they bombard us, to try to get us to abort relationships, uh, to cut us off from uh, the resources that God has for us through the channels and instrumentalities of men and women of the Most High God, either your brothers or sisters or your parents, whoever. His job is to try to cut you off so you cannot get what you need. So I, I, I don't need nobody but God, but God uses people. Elijah, Elisha could have had the same attitude. Well, what I need a double portion of his spirit for. I, I know God just like he know God. Because that was the order of God for him to get what he needed through Elijah by serving Elijah. He had to be committed to Elijah. He had to serve Elijah. And another thing, too, what happens, some of us leaders, some of us leaders can never get what we need because we ain't never served nobody. We want our people to divinely align to the word. Are we divinely aligned to the word? A lot of leaders struggle. They struggle with authority. They struggle with being submitted. They struggle with being uh, um, corrected. And that's the danger of a leadership. If you've never been cor uh, received correction well before you became a leader, you are not going to receive correction well when you become a leader. God ain't going to let that happen. You can take that to the bank. I've been around a long time, and I've seen it. Because what a leader going to do, they going, they're going to – they're going to pry up, uh, 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 appraise their spirituality on their gifting and not their, uh, not their character. So it, it'll never work, ladies and gentlemen. It'll never work. All right. Well, so we have a question or we have prayer here. Every, uh, prayer request, area code 305-203. Uh, what is your question or prayer request? Area code 305, um, 20, no, 305 205. You're on the Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. Um, yeah, my name is Kim. Um, I'm just asking for prayer uh, because definitely the enemy is attacking my mind. Um, I, I definitely struggle with, um, you know, constantly doubting and, um, you know, worry and just all of the 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 enemy's tricks in regards to my mind. You know, I do well. I'm reading the word, and I will be you know going on just as I, I think I should. And then you know, of course, um, my mind just starts playing tricks, and I start to doubt and worry about what if, and you know, and I just struggle with that. So. Um, just asking for prayer for just, you know, God renewing my mind and keeping my mind focused on him and just, you know, increasing my faith and just being able to just continue to trust him um, and not be moved by, you know, the enemy and the people that, you know, is kind of 
trying to also, you know, come in and interfere with my relationship and my walk with God. Okay. I will do that, Kim. And uh, understand, and, and this must become a reality to you, the people uh, that the enemy is using understand they're only instruments. You have to deal with the source. It's not the people. That must become a reality to you. And understand this right. When you're right on the verge of a breakthrough, right on the verge of, of a manifestation of a miracle, that's when the devil is going to attack your mind even the greater. That's when the greatest level of doubt is going to come to your mind. That's the greatest level of frustration that's going to come when you're right on the verge. So I want to uh, lead you into a confession before I pray with you because you are a woman of God, so I want you to take authority. I'm going to lead you into a confession. I'm going to lead you to, into a decree. Are you, you, you ready to do that? Kim. Yes, yes. And I want you to repeat after me. Say, Father. Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I take authority over. I take authority over. My mind. My mind. Belongs to Jesus. Belongs to Jesus. I break the powers of darkness. I break the powers of darkness. You cannot operate here. You cannot operate here. Any longer in Jesus' name. Any longer in Jesus' name. I call my mind redeemed. I call my mind redeemed. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. I speak peace to my mind now. I speak peace to my mind now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now let me break this thing and help you, uh, Kim. Father, right now in the name of the Lord Jesus, uh, I stand in agreement with the confession and with the decree that has come out of Kim's mouth in Jesus' mighty name. I command those forces of darkness to be rooted up and rooted out. I drive you out now in the name of the Lord Jesus, and I command you not to return in the name of the Lord Jesus. Her mind has is redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Her mind is the purchase possession of Almighty God. So therefore, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we bring her mind subject to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. We command peace to prevail in her mind now in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord God, we thank for truth prevailing in her mind now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we thank and we praise for Jesus being Lord over her mind, over her thoughts, over her imaginations, her emotions and affections, her intellect, her reasoning faculties, her soul and her heart, even now in the name of Lord Jesus. Peace be still now. Peace be still now. And we seal Kim now by the atoning blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. It is done, settled, and sealed, and Jesus Christ is glorified in the midst of it. Father, we thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank Those of you that's on the line, I pray that you will rejoice along with Kim at this present time. Mm-hmm. And as you're rejoicing with her, God's going to do it uh, uh, for you. Okay, area code 305-607. You have a prayer request or you have a question? You're on the air, Erico 305-607. Yes, this is Sister Brenda. Yes, Sister Brenda. Uh, yes, wanted prayer regarding bombardment in my mind regarding finances. Um, yes. Okay. Then I want to lead you into a confession. Sister Brenda, are you a tithe payer? Yes, sir. Are you an offering giver? Yes, sir. Then out of your mouth, I want you to say, in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I renounce and denounce. 
I renounce and denounce every lie of the devil. Every lie of the devil. I decree and declare. I decree and declare. The rebuke of the Lord. The rebuke of the Lord. Is released right now. Is released right now. Against the spirit of poverty. Against the spirit of poverty. And every lying spirit. And every lying spirit. I am blessed. I am blessed. And the blessings of the Lord. And the blessings of the Lord. Is overtaking me now. Is overtaking me now. I refuse. I refuse. To walk by sight. To walk by sight. I am a, I am a woman of faith. I am a woman of faith. And I walk by faith. And I walk by faith. And not by sight. And not by sight. The miracle flow of God. The miracle flow of God. Is, is being released in my life now. Is being released in my life right now. The heavens that is open. The heavens that are open. I stand under its spout. I stand under its spout. And I receive right now. And I receive right now. The manifestation of this prayer. The manifestation of this prayer. Will take place. Will, will take place. Before the 31st of December. Before the 31st of December. I speak it. I speak it. And I decree it. And I decree it. And I declare it. And I declare it. To be so now. To be so now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, Father, I just lift up Brenda before you. I deliver Brenda into your hands, her finances into your hands, and no one can snatch her out of your hands. And I cancel every satanic assignment in her mind, the spirit of doubt, unbelief, and skepticism. I speak dichotomy in your midst. By the blood of the cross, I call you paralyzed. By the blood of the cross, I call you neutralized. And by the blood of the cross, I call you dead now. In Jesus' mighty name, in her life, in her mind, in Jesus' mighty name. But, Lord God, I thank you for faith arising in her spirit. Faith arising in her soul, faith arising in her heart, and faith arising in her mind, even now in the name of the Lord Jesus, we release the spirit of expectation, we release right now the spirit of boldness and courage in Jesus' mighty name, and I stand in agreement with God with her confession. And I stand in agreement with her declaration in the name of the Lord Jesus. Before the 31st, O God, we thank you for a supernatural manifestation of a miracle, O God, economically on Brenda's behalf in Jesus' mighty name. Lord God, we thank you and we praise for you showing yourself strong. For surely your kingdom has come. Surely your divine and perfect will is being done and performed even now in Brenda, O God, as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, there is no anxiety in heaven. There is none in Brenda. In Jesus' name, there is no poverty in heaven. There is none in Brenda. In Jesus' name. And we seal her now in her declaration by the atoning blood of Christ. It is done, settled, and sealed in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, for the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ for this woman of God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, sir. All right. Praise God. This is your due season, ladies and gentlemen, and this is uh, your set time. Do we have anybody else uh, that desire prayer before we release you or have a question concerning anything that the Lord God has articulated on this line today. Jesus is our victor, 
over every work of darkness, over every demon spirit. He's already conquered Satan. He's already conquered the principalities and the powers. He's already conquered the workings of darkness. His greatest weapon is to bombard our mind to get us to doubt what God has already accomplished for us, or what God has already promised us, what God has already said about us. But no more, ladies and gentlemen. This is not going to be. This is our due season. This is our set time. This is a season of the supernatural. This is a season, ladies and gentlemen, of the manifestation and demonstration of the Spirit of God in your life. On get ready, as I get ready to close, I want to uh, I'll probably share this on, on next Saturday, close the year out. Uh, with the leap year confession, but a leap year is a catch-up year. A leap year is a make-up year. A leap year is an uncommon year. A leap year is a year of extra, which means a year of increase. The 31st is not up yet. The definition of the word leap, abrupt transition, abrupt transition, just abruptly, there it is. Immediately, suddenly, it's done. You can get up, get off this line, and transition <laughs> has already taken place. It has taken place, but you wasn't even aware that transition had taken place abruptly. Another definition of the word leap is to pass abruptly from one state to another state. Abruptly. Feeling bad. All of a sudden, man, I'm feeling better. Why am I feeling better? Abruptly. You're leaping from one state to another state. Another definition of the word leap, to propel. To propel. Angelic help and assistance this year. Angelic help and assistance is going to propel you. You may think, and in some of us, God have to wait to the last minute. He will wait to uh, uh, December the 31st, 11.59 and 45 seconds left or 15 seconds left or 10 seconds left before the strike, the clock uh, strike 12. And the angel will propel you. You will enter into your Destiny before we leave out of the leap year. You'll been you'll leap right into it before the strike, the the clock strike twelve. Another definition of the word leap: extraordinary multiplication. Extraordinary multiplication. Extraordinary multiplication. This last caller, Brenda, I would take that and say extraordinary multiplication of my finances. Extraordinary multiplication of my finances. Extraordinary multiplication of my finances. Are you all hearing the Holy Spirit? Kim, I would take B to pass abruptly from one state to another state. Abruptly I have moved from the state of bombardment to the state of peace. Abruptly I have moved from the state of doubt, unbelief, anxiety, skepticism into a state of trust and confidence in the Lord. I have moved from a state of unforgiveness to a state of forgiveness abruptly. 
from one state to another. This is, ladies and gentlemen, your due season. This is your set time. This year is not over with. Today is my day. Today, not tomorrow, today. You say that, today is my day, but you got to believe it. Today is my day. A day of leaping into my destiny, a day of leaping into purpose. This is my day to leap into the supernatural. This is my day to leap into an extraordinary uh, uh, time of multiplication. This is my due season. This is my set time. I have leaped into divine manifestation. I have leaped into breakthrough. I have leaped into increase. I have leaped into divine favor. Ah, God, I thank you. Do you think it's a coincidence you joined us today and you heard what the Lord has said? I decree and declare. You have leaped out of the uh, the persecution of the devil and you have leaped into the divine protection of the kingdom. You have leaped out of the the harassment of the devil and you have leaped into the victory of the Lord Jesus Christ. You have leaped from the back to the front. You have leaped from the tail to the head. I speak it, decree, and I declare it to be so. Go ahead and say it. I have leaped from the back to the front. I have leaped from unemployment to employment. I'm going to say it again. I have leaped from unemployment into employment. I have leaped from sickness and disease into divine health. I have leaked, I've never said broke, but poverty into prosperity. The angelic host is propelling you now. The angelic host is propelling you now. The angelic host is propelling you now. You have leaped from doubt and unbelief to faith. You have leaped from oppression and depression and despair and despondency, and defeatism, and discouragement, and you have leaped into divine peace and joy. The joy of the Lord is your strength. Are you hearing the Holy Ghost? And if there's any leaders on this line that govern people, you say this with me. I have leaped from addition to multiplication. I have leaped from addition to multiplication. I have leaped from subtraction to multiplication. And maybe it's a three-part, should be that. I have leaped from subtraction to addition, and I have leaped from addition to multiplication. This is your season of multiplication. This is your season of multiplication. This is my season of multiplication. I have leaped from subtraction to addition. I have leaped from addition to multiplication. I'm in a season of multiplication. I am in a season of multiplication. Say it now. Give birth to it now. Give birth to it now. I have leaped from bondage to freedom. I have leaped from blindness to sight. You could not see spiritually. You could not perceive spiritually. 
but the scales of blindness has fallen off your eyes. I have leaped from blindness <laughs> to spiritual sight, to divine sight. This is your season. This is your time. Man of God, woman of God. Well, this has been your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie. It's been a pleasure uh, battling with you, praying with you, dialoguing with you, articulating the heart and the mind of God with you and for you. My prayer that light has come to you today, and since light has come, darkness must flee. Since light has come, darkness must flee. God has spoken. God has prayed. And so, therefore, Jesus is being made manifest right now. God has touched an area in all of our lives on this uh, broadcast today. So, therefore, my call to you, go in victory. Go in authority. Go in power. Go in submission to the Holy Spirit. Go in the power of the Holy Spirit. I call you blessed. I call you healed. I call you delivered. I call you free. Your body is free. Your soul is free. Your mind is free. Your heart is free. Your will is free. Your conscious and subconscious state is free. Your emotions is free. Your affections is free. Your reasoning faculties is free. Your memory faculties is free. Those you that the devil has been battling with your memory, no more in Jesus' name. Supernatural recall. Supernatural memory. You are free. Now, your spirit is free. Now, your money is free. Now, your job is free. Now, your business is free. Now, your investments is free. Now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, you are free from satanic oppression. You are free from uh, demonic uh, depression. I am free. I am free. Out of your mouth, say, I am free from satanic oppression. I am free from demonic depression. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I guarantee you, you said that with some authority, I guarantee you, you sense the liberty. You sense the freedom. That's how this thing works. The Holy Spirit got something he's working with. In the spirit of the living God, he's breaking through on your behalf even now. Well, I'm getting ready to close, and we got another. Oh, all right, here uh, goes, 786. How can I help you? Area code 76271. I I suppose they uh, touched the one button as well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, once again, let's take what the Lord has spoken today. Let's run with it. Let's walk in victory over every work of darkness that's been assigned to us. Let this holiday season be one of your greatest holiday seasons. Let it be a time of peace. Let it be a time of rest. Let it be a time of love. Let it be a time of joy. And let it be a time of giving. Let's focus on giving. Let's focus on being a blessing. Let's focus on we sacrificing for the betterment of somebody else. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, this has been your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie with The Master Key. Unlocking and liberating the real you. I pray that you was unlocked. Some kind of the mention of your understanding, your mentality was unlocked. 
as God revealed. The manipulation of the powers of darkness has been assigned to us. And I pray that you took those prayers that we prayed with other individuals today, and you took them for yourself. You took it for your spouse. You took it for your uh, uh, your children. You took it for your boss or your job. And you took that prayer that you knew was related to someone else, and you stood in agreement with them. And now God is breaking through on the behalf of somebody else. Well, until uh, Monday, we pray that your uh, Sunday service tomorrow will be dynamite, uh, powerful, full of the presence of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit led, govern, control, and influence. Holy Spirit empowered. And we pray that Jesus will stand up and be Lord, Lord and King of Kings in your services on tomorrow. And uh, we love you guys, appreciate you, and let's keep each other. We are the body of Christ. We are brothers and sisters. So let's keep each other in prayer. Let's believe the best for each other. Let's continue and pray for each other holiday season that we be blessed and that Jesus will be Lord uh, during this holiday season, understanding and realizing that he is the reason for the season. God bless you until Monday at 6 p.m. We love you and appreciate you. This has been your host, Dr. J. McKenzie. God bless.